Irregardless of me not being able to go on the floor of the House of Representatives without a suit on. Welcome to Radio Irregardless, your non-standard blend of irrespective and regardless. Now please welcome to the Internet Airwaves. Really? Internet Airwaves? It's okay, you can just do it. It's just just say Internet Airwaves. It sounds really cool. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just not. Internet Airwaves. Okay then. Please welcome to the Internet Airwaves, Mark Scalia. And welcome to Radio Irregardless. With me, your host Mark Scalia. I am. Uh, I'm not feeling great tonight, guys. It's weird. The weather's been kind of on and off, and I don't know. I mean, you know what it is? I had a sub today because I went. I feel like a sub. You know. You know when you get those. Actually, I'll get into that in a little bit. So <laughs> let's just talk about this. Now we'll talk about something else. So welcome to Radio Irregardless. This is your non-standard blend of irrespective and regardless. And uh, we got a few listeners on tonight. Hi, guys. I don't want to sing you all out, so but uh, I probably could. <laughs> anyway, if you're on and listening, you're listening one of three ways, through my website, markscalia.com, or you're on our broadcasting site, which is mixler, M-I-X-L-R.com. And the third way you can listen is if you don't want to be part of the chat, you can listen to the edited version of the show, which is in podcast form. You can download that from iTunes. Those are three ways you can listen. And as always, up until maybe, I think, a week from tomorrow, because our birthday's coming up, we're going to be three years old, because right now we're two and a half years old. I start every show the same way, with the Happening Now monologue. Everything that happens now is happening now. What happened to then? That's the When? Just now. We're it now, now. Go back to then. When? Now. Now? Now. I can't. Why? We missed it. When? Just now. When will then be now? Soon. So let me bring you up to speed about what's going on with our our time apart from each other. And I'll start off where I left off when I started talking. I I had this thing today. You know when you get that mood, you're like, I want a sub, or I want a pizza, or I want a beer, or whatever it is. You want something that's... You just want that, you know, something. And you kind of don't want it. And then that little voice comes in that, I deserve it, which is not a good thing. What you're doing is you're you're providing yourself a bad reward. So I bought a sub thinking, oh, it's one. And then I, it wasn't a great sub. And I haven't eaten. I don't really eat a lot of bread. So when I eat a lot of bread, I go, So I'm kind of, but I'm drinking water like a son of a bitch. And I was like, I'm going to whine tonight because I deserve it. <laughs> I'm like, nope. And uh, I knew I would be doing the show and I had to close the window. So I've been running the air conditioner up in my office for the past hour. It's nice and cool up here. And I realized I walked downstairs and I was like, oh, oh, oh it's so hot. We had a lot of rain today, but I don't know where this humidity is coming from. It's, you know, it was supposed to be 
you know, and I, I don't want to complain about the weather because it's going to change again. What is it? There's a lesson in this. Stop it. It's a, you know, the lesson is don't give yourself a reward because <laughs> you don't deserve it. But there's like, it's muggy. It's super muggy out. So, so I'm just going to leave the air conditioner on. And especially the way I feel. I'm like, I don't want to do anything. <laughs> so, so because I haven't been doing anything, I've been just booking work. So I've been on the computer with the agents emailing. I've been texting and a couple phone calls. But I've been catching up on some movies. And you would think, oh, you were in Canada for a month. You Didn't you catch up movies? Yeah, I did. I watched Voltron. The new Voltron on Netflix, which is really good, by the way. Uh, I burned through that season. I, You know, there were a couple movies I wanted to see, and then I come back and watch a couple movies. But there was two movies that I wanted to see that I didn't know about. It was The Ridiculous Six on Netflix, which is, um, it's funny in a terrible way. <laughs> so, And then I watched Unfriended, which came out a few years ago. And it's about a girl, they bully her online, and then she kills herself, and then she taunts them or her spirit taunts them and one by one they they kill they kill themselves and it's it is i thought it was shot really well i mean you know it's a it's great use of the genre you know the facebook and they had multiple screens but it, it felt like it felt like you were watching somebody on a computer and then a movie i stayed up till like twelve thirty last night watching the intern with uh ann hathaway and rob de niro really good movie like, I did not expect it to be that good. So now we're into the dog days of August, which I don't know if you guys know. I'm not a big fan of August, even though my birthday is in this month. It always seems like people start talking about school in the middle of the month. Everybody's done with vacation. Now they're prepping. It seems like the it seems like the, the, the road to rehab is in August. So next week, I'm actually going to be working, but I'll get to that later on. Radio Irregardless turns three on August 28th, and I was thinking, I was I'm feeling kind of nostalgic, and as a result of me feeling a little nostalgic, I want to play a game with you, my lovely listeners. Stop yelling at me! Stop yelling at me! I just want to hear the intro. I don't give a fuck about this game. I just love the fucking intro. (laughs) So stop yelling at me as I play five clips with about a second in between them. Now, this is where you, the listening audience, get to write them all down and then hit enter. Don't do them one at a time. Do them all at once. And you have to get them all all right and again this is we haven't done in a while so don't fuck it up kim is gonna win i don't know we'll see this one's tough this one's kind of tough here we go stop yelling at me i want my two dollars looks to me brenner like someone forgot to send us the best of the best oops and instead dropped off a bunch of incontinent, adult diaper-wearing candy ass, cries himself to sleep, women, baby, man, people! You know what? It's not my fault you're, like, in love with me or something. What? Oh, no, she did not. Chocolate lava cake is not just undercooked chocolate cake. That's not what makes the center molten. You take a frozen cylinder of ganache and you set it in the ramekin so that as the outside cooks fully, the inside becomes molten. Going the wrong 
Stop yelling at me. <laughs> okay. That one's kind of tricky, but I gave you some time on it. <laughs> you want to hear it again? Uh-oh. Better Off Dead is the only one you got. Yes, Better Off Dead was the first one. $2. <laughs> Sorry, Billy. Don't have a dime. Snick. Didn't ask for no dime. <laughs> I own that movie. I love that fucking movie. So let's try it again. Here we go. Because I know that Karen's writing them in. Here we go. I want my $2. Okay, Jason gave you that one. Looks to me, Brenner, <laughs> like someone forgot to send us the best of the best. Oops. And instead dropped off a bunch of incontinent adult diaper wearing candy ass cries himself to sleep women baby man people <laughs> that one's you know what? it's not my fault you're like in love with me or something what oh no she did not <laughs> chocolate lava cake is not just undercooked chocolate cake Karen will get that's this. not what makes the center molten you take a frozen cylinder of ganache and you set it in the ramekin so that as the outside cooks fully, the inside becomes molten. Going the wrong way. Classic movie. Truck. 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 No, no, not Roger Rabbit, not Cannonball Run. The first one, Jason got it right with Better Off Dead, the John Cusack movie, one of my favorite movies of all time. The second one, when he says, you know, Brenner, that's from Pixels. <laughs> the third one, when she goes, it's not my fault, you're in love with me, and you hear, what? Oh, no, she didn't. That's from Mean Girls. <laughs> When he talks about the chocolate lava cake, that is John Favreau from the movie Chef. And the last one, classic movie with John Candy and Steve Martin. When they go, you're going the wrong way. <laughs> How does he know where we're going? Okay, <laughs> You're going to get someone killed. <laughs> Planes, trains, and automobiles. So... Since, let's say, I'm going to look back in the chat. Tarzan? Fucking Tarzan? No, Tarzan. So Jason got better off dead. So I think I think we may have to give Jason this. Right. That's right. what I wanted to hear. That's where I figured we were going. <laughs> and for, for Karen and Kim and everybody else, you get this. Wrong! <laughs> Lex Luthor, real Lex Luthor, not uh, not Batman versus Superman Lex Luthor. Anyway, anyway, uh, you totally rule this game. You got one out of five, you fucker, and I wasted all that time. Thought those are good clips, and you're like, eh, I just no, nah, whatever. I don't know. Anyway, uh, I'm still tired and cranky because of my sub situation. Anyway. <laughs> Anyway, guys, we're going to take our first break. And during the break, you're actually going to get a little sample of my guest coming up. He's a very funny comic, making his name in the Boston comedy scene. It is Tony Capobianco. Now say that three times fast. And we're going to have a lot of fun because you are listening to Radio Irregardless. And we'll be right back.
job he's ever had has been a paper route. He runs to mommy and daddy every time he has a boo-boo. On dates, he has the woman cut up his vegetables. He once spent 18 hours in a basement playing World of Warcraft just to get the Scarab Lord achievement. He is the most immature man in the world. I don't often go to bed without supper, but when I do, it's because I've been bad. Stay thirsty, my friend. Hi everyone, this is Penny Osmond, and you are listening to Radio Irregardless, the show about nothing, just like Seinfeld. You guys still bumming about Prince? It's so sad. Is it just me? Or oh, the day Prince died, nobody wanted to fuck that day. That was, just, that was just a sad, sad day for America. That's how much Prince meant to us. The day Prince died, 95% of the sexual energy in the U.S. went straight down the shitter. All right? I'm looking at people like, what is wrong with you? Like, get to it. This is what Prince would have wanted. So long story short, that pickup line did not work. So, and now they came out with uh, the results that he died of an overdose. And um, it's sad, but people are calling it a freak accident. It's like, the, it's not a freak accident. Yeah, like, yeah, he died passing out in an elevator. It's sad, but it's not unusual. Like this, this would be a freak accident. If Prince was taking a shower and he got hit by a train, that, that would be a freak accident. You're back at Radio Air, regardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. And that was a sampling of my next guest, who's on the Skype line, Mr. Tony Capobianco. Thank you. Thank you, Mark. The laughter is canned. The laughter is... <laughs> it's all a lie. It's, it's all a, a lie. It's a... No, the audience loves you. This whole show is scripted. <laughs> well... If I could just turn audiences on and off like that, would be awesome. Anyway, if I could turn anyone on and off like that, be awesome. Well, I can actually turn my wife off pretty quick, which is good. <laughs> You're not married, are you, Tony? I am not. Oh, you're missing the gift, my friend. You're missing I'm the gift. I'm on the hunt. <laughs> He's on the hunt. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Of course. Tony. Mandatory. Tony, you gotta get yourself a good girl on this, the day of my daughter's wedding. I will refuse you nothing. I will refuse you nothing. If you want anything, you name it. You just say Tony, it. Tony, why are you not getting married, huh? <laughs> Where you gotta find that girl? <laughs> so between you know the- you're not including the world if you don't find a good lady, you know what? <laughs> You're not gay, are you? No, I'm not. No, Other no, no. Not, you, I thought you got to get hitched. No. You're they wouldn't say gay. Years are ahead of you. No, Tony, you know, they, they wouldn't say gay. They wouldn't say, you, you, you're not, you know, they would say, you're not a fagula, are you? Are you fagula? they say fagula. I am not a fagula. Or a fanook. A fanook. That's what they would say. I refrain from the Italian sausage. <laughs> I don't know. I refrain from the linguine and the extra meatballs. I don't know why I started playing that. I just thought it was funny. So, <laughs> but I do play that because you have one of the best Italian names, Capo Bianco, which is, which is so cool. It's a really cool name. And the translation in Italian is 
Whitehead. Whitehead. Yes. <laughs> it's it's just it it says what it is. It's like Bevilacqua. I knew like two Bevilacquas in my life. Actually, I had a huge crush on a girl in junior high school, and it was Angela Bevilacqua. Mm. Gorgeous girl, just absolutely. Gorgeous. And of course, when you're like twelve or thirteen, you're like, "Oh my God, what's oh?" <laughs> so it's like I know. It's like, yeah. What is happening? It's like your body is Seinfeld. It's like, oh my God, what's the deal with all the genes? And it's like everything's going mental. And no, uh, it's like one one time I feel like I'm just a normal person. Next thing I know, I'm dragging my knuckles to our class. Yeah. <laughs> like one day, they're like, oh my God, girls suck. And the next one, you're like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Angela Bevilacqua was, a, I, I don't even know whatever happened to her, but beautiful girl. And of course, you know it's thirty-five, forty years after the fact, so it's it's much different. But Bevilacqua, which is uh, drink water, it's Bevilacqua. It's it's mm-hmm. you know. So you get that name. You get that name where it's a true translation. It doesn't mean something else. It's two words. It's like a species. Two yeah, things. Just two word, words just mashed together. It's two words, <laughs> which is great. So, and is it Italian or is it Sicilian? Calabrese. Uh, it's Italian. Yeah. Italian. Where's, where's your where's your family from? Do you know? Um, uh, well, they're from all over the place. But I remember my grandfather. He's directly from Italy. He was from Salmona. Oh, so you got oh, so you're you're third generation. Yeah. Oh, good for you. Say here we go. There we, you know, mm-hmm. I just <laughs> I'm just gonna play. Yeah, this. I'm me from you. I'm just gonna play this. I just this. <laughs> I'm just gonna play this. The new theme will be. This. Make them my, uh, my so, so Tony, you tell the jokes. You make people. <laughs> We should we should do the whole show like this. Tony, you make people laugh. Yeah, is it funny? What? You, what do you mean I'm funny? What do you, you mean funny? You, How do you mean? Funny? No, no, that's oh, a, that's the different one. That's the, this is the romantic one. This is not the scary. Oh. This is we're not scary Italians. We're funny Italians. <laughs> it's different. We're not no, fucking. No, no, no. Where's the man? Where's his yeah, pen? Make the jokes, huh? <laughs> make the people. Then we go, ha ha. Is that what you do? Yeah. You tell some yeah, jokes. that's exactly what I do. <laughs> <laughs> How long you been a stand-up comedy, Tony? Doing for uh, a little over four years now. Oh my goodness, good for you! And you're out of the Worcester area, aren't you? Actually, uh, I'm in uh, Easton, actually. Oh, Easton, down by the Brockton area. Yep, uh, I live out in the boonies. Bo- <laughs> There's nothing out here but just woods, turkeys, and bikers. I love it. <laughs> that's that's a weird demographic. It is, yeah, and borders. Uh, it's right next door to Brockton, and it's next to Brockton, section. which is really scary because it's like, no, well, it's the less stabby section of it, but yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. <laughs> hey, you never know until you live near here. Oh my god, no, I well, I was doing, I've done shows down in Brockton <laughs> well, they, well, for they, years. Well, here they use plastic knives. <laughs> oh, it's calmed down quite a bit, so. Yeah, yeah, they yeah they just use like you know they recycle, like, you know, <laughs> the hipsters invade that section of Brockton. Oh, such a terrible thing. Oh, speaking of that, if you guys want a free stock, Tony, you can find him on Twitter. He's at Tony underscore Capo Bianco, which is C A P O B I A N C O. Vowels or consonants, it's kind of tricky, especially with the Italians. It's like- yeah, and, I usually want to give out my Twitter handle. I'll let people figure it out themselves. They got to earn it. <laughs> you go, I'm Cop- a big stickler when it comes to grammar. Now, you actually pronounce it Kappa. Well, 
with that with that little bit of a hint of Boston accent. Yeah, with the Boston Capo Bianco. Yeah. See, I, I just mush right through it. Yeah. See, me, I think you know you paid for all the letters. You might as well use them. It's Capo Bianco. That's Whereas why. Whereas, like you know, we're directly from Italy. But you have to, like you know, you have to enunciate certain syllables. Like yeah. Capo Bianco. Yeah. <laughs> At the like if somebody will try to teach you on Rosetta Stone. Yeah. <laughs> what does it say? <laughs> like Giada with Parmesan. Oh God. Let's not talk about Gianna. So there you go. I just put it in the Twitter feed. Go. There it is. There you I go. see it. You see it now. Okay, you're invisible. You're being anonymous. Well, I'm here. I don't have to be anonymous. No, I don't. You could just do the, the, do your thing. So, so yeah, I didn't used to do it. I'm talking to you right now. Do you not hear me? <laughs> no, okay. I can't Did do you not that. hear me with the two ears you got attached to your head? <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold on. Do it again. Oh, wait, oh, you want me to do the thing again? No, you just told me. <laughs> I was oh. going to say you can't hear me with your two ears. You got in the side yet. <laughs> I don't know. I was just, I was just freeballing it just now. Okay. So it's like I have no idea. This has gone already off the rails. We're only not even 10 minutes in. No, we're, we're less than 10 minutes in. It's off the rails. And the, we deal with non sequiturs here. <laughs> so here's the thing. You can free stock him. He's on Twitter at Tony. T-O-N-Y underscore Capo Bianco, C-A-P-O-B-I-A-N-C-O. And you can find out where you're at. And uh, your, is your schedule on there? Can you can people find out where you're at? I, I update every now and then. Uh, yeah, I got a few things coming up later this month and uh, the next few months. So I got some stuff going on. Yeah. Uh, it- this Sunday, I actually got two things going on. Uh, I'm going to be at the uh, Comedy Connection down in Providence. And then, but also earlier that day, I'm gonna be doing the Northeast Tough Mudder up in Vermont. Oh, really? Are you, yeah. You are you one of those guys? Like, oh, is that like the Ironman thing, right? It's like one of those uh, Spartan, Spartan races. Spartan races, yeah. Which is to be the most masochistic thing I've ever done. I, I can't wait. Well, I don't understand that. I just, I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> Maybe it's just, no, I mean, it's 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 just like a just a fun outdoor thing. I mean, like I'm at the gym like five six days a week. So really, yeah, like you know, utilize this somehow. <laughs> I'm not like you no know, doing like you know 280 on the bench press so I can tell dick jokes. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> so you can get so you can get the ladies. Exactly. <laughs> How are you gonna get those ladies in the mud? Is that <laughs> does that happen? Yeah. yeah, there's plenty of ladies doing it. I'll just accidentally like oh well, actually you're encouraged <laughs> to help other people out. <laughs> Of their clothes, just be, just be white knighting it all up and down that bitch. <laughs> Hi, I'm well, Tony. Like, oh, I noticed so you fell in the mud as he wipes the mud and ice off my face. Ice? What are they doing with ice? Yeah, there's a thing called the um, Arctic Enema where you jump in this uh, <laughs> like this shipping container full of ice, like cold, like water and ice, this is, this and you have to like there's like this wall in the middle of it. You have to dive under the wall. And swim to the other side of the container. What the fuck? This is why the world hates us. Because <laughs> we we do these things all the time. And I hey, think it's we- fucking great. I think it's fantastic. I'm just like, there's people starving in other countries just going, they built a what? <laughs> Arctic enema. That's when you do meth. Survive. We do this for fun. Jason said Arctic enema. That's when you do meth through your ass. <laughs> all right. I first of uh, all I don't bad? I don't remember that part. No, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it was. I don't know. That's Jesse! 
I am not. I shouldn't read anything in the chat. But we'll talk more about you. So you've been at it four years, and you actually work. And uh, some of the, my listeners may know this, uh, or may uh, be familiar with the radio station. You actually so radio is not a foreign concept to you. You actually work for a radio station. That's right. You work I for do. I work for uh, Boston's rock station WAAF. Last of the classic rock, still playing real rock for the most part. Oh yeah, yeah. We don't just play classic. We like, cover like all the genres. We get everybody covered. And we were talking a little before you know the pre-show, and we were talking about how AAF is like the last original Boston channel. I mean, in AAF came on a little later, but. You know, there was BCN, there was COZ, there was, uh, mm-hmm. there was, uh, trying to think, what was it, uh, W, uh, what was it, it was, it was uh, 98.5 before it was mixed, it was something else, and it was, you know, and there was all these things, and they're all, like, then they're all bought in a, con- like, you're part of a conglomerate too, right, who owns you? Yeah, it's a part of a, of a larger uh, uh, corporation. Is it Clearwater? Not Clearwater. Intercom. It's it's, it's covered by an umbrella. So like oh. not only us, but there's also WRKO and WEI. Oh, and RKO. That's the that's what I was thinking of. Yes, and EI mm-hmm. Sports Radio. Yep. Yep. Yeah, everybody owns everything, man. Somebody's playing a good game, Monopoly. How long have you been with AAF? Just over a year. I passed my year uh, my year point uh, this past May. And what are you doing there? Uh, what I do there is I, I I'm in charge of all the digital content. Meaning, not like a, a run. Basically, what all everything you see on the website, like you know, blogs, videos, photo galleries, social media, and um, I've actually become a little notorious on our Facebook. I am, I waterboard our listeners with <laughs> awful, awful puns. <laughs> give me, give me one. Um, <laughs> give me, give me your pun. <laughs> all right, um, all right. There's a story. About this guy who, uh, I can't believe this is actually true. This guy, um, he managed to hide. Well, he got caught. He hid like an X amount of drugs in his uncircumcised penis. Oh, 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 oh. I thought you were going for the ass. Ass is actually more comfortable at this point. No. Oh, in his foreskin. And my pun pun was the drugs aren't the only thing that's uncut. Oh, (laughs) that's funny. Yeah. That's funny. (laughs) <laughs> so uh, yeah it's like some people love it other people like enough of the puns <laughs> i think puns are brilliant and they're made let's see i'm quoting you mark when i see my mom i don't know what that means again i shouldn't read these things anyway when we see my mom i'm quoting you mark you think puns are brilliant I'd say oh, so are we punishing you? Oh, waka waka, ah. waka waka. See? And that's the whole thing. Puns are supposed to be one of these things that you go, oh, uh, <laughs> and it comes back. It was like, I see what you did there. Yeah, you did the thing with the thing, and I get it. Boom, there you go. So I like those. I like those things. My so, other comeback is that don't be so pontificating. <laughs> See now it gets old. Anyway. I already, I already have some of these like locked and loaded. Whenever so somebody does, starts complaining with your stand up, do you kind of uh, now we we heard a clip of the stand up with the thing about Prince, but yeah. does your did your stand up mostly contain puns? Do you like to do oh, puns no. on stage? No, 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 no. I don't have like I mean I I'll think about it like you know whenever I'm at work, but puns are not my like you know my main rail of humor, <laughs> so to speak. 
it's not my go-to when it comes to like you know actual stand-up like you know like facebook posts and you know stuff online and like there are some other comics out there that actually their whole thing is just non-stop puns <laughs> but for me I, I i can't turn like a 20 minute set into just puns <laughs> You'd be hard pressed to do that because puns. Are, I would. I would. Puns are best written. They really are. Yeah, they're, they're written, written and then read aloud. <laughs> yeah, when you say them aloud, it's like you realize how stupid that sounds. <laughs> That's why I wrote it. <laughs> yeah, it should be. It should stay written. <laughs> That's funny. Unless you time it right. Yeah, puns usually best when not spoken. <laughs> well what was it um oh it's uh austin powers it's uh oh, what yeah. he says you could say he had a uh he lost his head oh, yeah <laughs> not, not a way to lose, lose one's head <laughs> he'll never be the head of a major corporation <laughs> in times like that yeah that was like you know good but like you know for like 20 minutes straight i don't think so yeah <laughs> do it maybe for like that little moment sure but like you know i can't make some people can do it they they have a gift for it me i just like just one and go just well it, it's like henny youngman like tissue paper just like one done yeah i mean henny youngman was brilliant at, at doing puns and stuff like that you know those were like puns like take my wife please they like this we it's like a word play and that's what pun is it's wordplay and it wordplay is best written as opposed to audio, because people are like, okay, it's like a mime. If you if you saw a mime for like 10 seconds, you'd be like, wow, that's really good. And pantomiming is really difficult. I don't want to make light of, of mimes, but certainly I couldn't watch a mime for we fucking 30 minutes. It's, it's like, it's like, how about if a mime actually did puns? <laughs> I'd be like, I want to fucking kill him in six seconds. Do <laughs> uh, you hear about this mime? He does puns. I thought mimes aren't supposed to talk. I know. It's fucking... Yeah, that mime, he's in a musical. <laughs> I'm a mime. <laughs> oh, man. So what clubs do you work out of? Because you um, and I, now, Tony, you and I have never worked together, which is kind of cool. Because I'm like, I, I want to find the circles. Maybe our, what other clubs do you, do you do laugh Boston? You up in the, up in the city much? Well, interesting enough, I'm actually just getting back into the studio circuit because before then I was doing a lot of like, you know, uh, like side shows, like, you know, Rose Independent shows and uh, like, you know, benefits, all that fun stuff. Maybe because you don't have to deal because um, like a lot of times you have to like, you know, put your dues in and which I've done before in the past. I've been like at the comedy studio and, uh, you know, Nick's and all that fun stuff. But I decided to step away from it. Because I'm, you know, I'm getting booked in all these side shows. I'm like, yeah, this is, seems to be doing pretty well. I'll just do this for a while. Yeah. And now I figure, you know, I kind of miss the studio, the uh, comedy club atmosphere. So I'm getting back into that. So I'm already booked for a few dates in the comedy studio up in Boston in front of the Harvard campus. I've already got the uh, comedy uh, connection next Sunday. So yeah, just getting back into the uh, club circuit. Now, are you mostly out of the uh, the South Shore, right? Yeah, that South Shore is like a, like a, the new hotspot for Boston comedy. Actually, my last week's guest, uh, or two weeks ago, Tommy Amato, he used to be from the South Shore. And there are a lot, like Quincy the Furnace, or the Iron Furnace. Iron Furnace, yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's a booming mic over there. I mean, it's actually like a booked show now. It's not like, you know, three regular comics. It's an actual showcase where there's like a bunch of people. They do like 
their five minutes and maybe the last two people to do like 10 and then 15 or 20 minutes. But, you know, it's it's a really great spot. Sean Carter, who runs it, he's done a real good job running that place. Yeah. There's all these little pockets where nobody really knows everybody. Like, because I don't know you and you've been doing it for years, but I've been doing it 26. So it's like there's these levels of where and then it's not just the levels of where you are in career. It's where you are regionally. Because most mm-hmm. of my work is New Hampshire, Maine, uh, north of Boston. Very, re- I mean, I go west of Boston, but very rarely am I going south of Boston because I just don't work for the agents. Yeah, um, it's like uncharted territory. Yeah, is there a lot of paid work down the South Shore? There are. They're like if you like, I was asked to do a wedding. Um, a wedding. Uh, what's that? Yeah, <laughs> a wedding reception. Mm-hmm. Oh, I did one. Not how, how did yours go? Did you do it? Was it was fine. Yeah, they lo- they loved it. Mm-mm. Catholic humor. Catholic humor. Oh yes, else being Catholic. <laughs> all those, all those, <laughs> see all those confessions. Yes. Oh no, all those awkward confessions. <laughs> it was a good time. I'll I'll do this uh, one time when I went in for uh, confession. It was um. Well, I'm not gonna can say what my confession was. I mean that I'm slate clean. But um, <laughs> let's just say it was for quote unquote lewd acts, and I was so I did my whole did the whole confession. I'm on my way out, and then I realized my fly was wide open, oh my God. and the little old lady out front who like greets everybody, she I could see her notice it. I'm like, oh no, that is not what happened. So <laughs> I'm like, I got bust a U-turn and take care of this. I didn't know. <laughs> Oh, another time, um, I went to go uh, for uh, for uh, communion, and um, I had the, there's this one girl. She was not into it. Like she, the person who gives out the the Eucharist, <laughs> she was not into it. She was like, "Why am I doing this?" Like you know, I yeah. just like like yeah. her mom. Maybe Body of Christ, yeah. Body of Christ, yeah, yeah. yeah. Body- it's like, I just want to sit down. <laughs> so so it was my turn to get go up. Like you know, I did. You know, she says, oh, "Body of Christ." And instead of putting it in my hands, she flicks it at me. No. <laughs> yeah, flicks it at me like she was doing quarters with the body of Christ. She bounced up, went off my hand, off my chest, on the ground. No. Yeah. And I'm like, is there a five-second rule for this? And, <laughs> totally. and, and that look at her, she just looks at me like whatever, shrugs her hands, and moves on with the next person. <laughs> it's like, oh, well, Next. The Catholic Church has really gone to pot, man. Uh, I can tell she wasn't like you know the cream of the crop yeah. as far as the volunteers went. They do a lot of volunteers, especially around the Christmas time, because they have to get more people. Oh yeah, they get well, volunteers. It's a, well, it's the major holiday then Easter. That's when all like you know the, the uh, cafeteria Catholics. That's when they like you know flock. Oh. Now it's like oh they try and impress their parents and their grandparents like they've been going this whole time. <laughs> it's like they haven't missed a beat. See, I just don't go. I just <laughs> I just don't go. Like I know where God lives. God knows where I live. I mean I'll pay a visit like, you know, every other week, you know. It's like, hey, what's going on? <laughs> so, you know, of course I don't know, that's a kind of a mood question. Of course you do. You know what's going on. I don't. <laughs> Let's do this. Let's contemplate God, and we'll contemplate 
at the five second rule. And oh, we're, we're gonna, gonna get deep now, aren't we? Oh, we, right. we were gonna, we were gonna, but no, we're gonna, we're gonna take a break. So we're gonna contemplate when we come back. We're gonna play a game with you, Tony, and we're gonna get another little sample of Tony Capobianco's act. You are listening to Radio Irregardless with Mark Scalia, and we'll be right back. Hi, this is Caroline Picard, the Cajun Queen, with Mark Stallion and Irregardless Radio. Yeah, he's the first Bostonian I ever wanted to bang 10 years ago at the New Orleans Comedy Festival, but no, I had to be a nice girl back then. My mom, she's one of those uh, moms who's always in mom mode. You know what I mean? Like, this is what kind of mom she was. Whenever I got high in high school, she would help me make brownies. That's kind of how mom she was. But like, and even now, like whenever I do something she disproves of, though, she lays down that motherly guilt thick. Okay, like if she doesn't like it, she will let you know. Like when I when I told her I was getting a motorcycle, she's like, "Oh my God, why don't you just go dig a hole and throw me in it?" That's mom, everybody. Similar uh, occasion uh, when I told her I was getting a tattoo, she did not like that at all. She's like, "Oh my God, you're gonna look like a crazy person." Which does not make a lot of sense. Like, you can't judge a person's level of sanity simply based on what's on their skin, okay? Like, unless Jared from Subway has a Sandusky tramp stamp, I'll think I'll be in the clear, everybody. <laughs> I also think it's kind of weird that I'm talking about Jared. I look like him 10 years into his prison sentence. <laughs> And you're back at Radio Regardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia, and still on the Skype line. And another little sample of his mother talking about his mother and how Jared would look like something in 10 years. Tony Capobianco, everybody. Oh, my God. It's true. Fucking funny, man. (laughs) You know something? I quote my mother almost every single day. My mother's been gone for a very long time. And I quote that woman every single day, and it's just... It's fucking weird how parents just poison us and then they, then we fucking love them. <laughs> oh, yeah, they like brand you with all their theories and their ideology, like their lessons. Yeah. <laughs> they just pass it on. It's like, did I just, yeah, like you just realized you've been programmed. Yeah. Did I just say that? <laughs> yep. Completely. <laughs> so we're going to play a quick game with you, Tony, because your name is Capo Bianco. Which is ten letters, five of them vowels, five of them consonants. My last name Scalia, six letters, three and three. So I decided I was going to write a special game for you called "I'd Like to Buy a Vowel." I'm going to buy a vowel, please. A w uh, Z O. <laughs> <laughs> this is a real clip. So here's what we're going to do, Tony. I'm going to ask you about words that have mostly vowels in them. And since you and I are speaking via Skype, we're speaking almost instantaneous, where the listeners may have a delay. So they're forced to kind of figure it out and then write it and then through the delay. So your advantage is that you're faster. Their advantage is there's more of them than of you, and they're just going to come at you. So this would be an example. Age has two vowels in it and one consonant, or aim, or ago, or aid, 
or axe, ego, boa, ode, su, t, auto. These words have mostly vowels in them. I gotcha. And we're playing like that. So that's the example. So there are five questions. And if you get it right, you get a really cool sound. And if you get it wrong, then the audience gets a cool sound. So here we go. I'm going to describe something, and you have to give me the word. Okay, here we go. I'm ready. A Greek prefix relating to flight and air. Uh, A Greek prefix. Arrow. Arrow. Could you spell that for me? A-E-R-O. A-E-R-O? That's right. (laughs) Right. Pat Sajak said it's right. right. So that one's good. How about this one? Succulent plants used in alternative medicine and first aid (laughs) what is it aloe aloe could you spell a l a l o e a l o e what (laughs) (laughs) wow paul got it but he got it after the fact there we go how about this the content of cognition the thing that you're thinking about usually accompanied by a light bulb over one's head. Imagination? No. <laughs> no, not aha. Karen's got it. She's kind of gets a good one, yeah. though. So, wait, so it's. Paul said aha as well. Idea. 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 Could you spell that for me? I D E A. Eight. Yes. That's right. That's right. That is correct. These are mo- remember, guys. These are mostly, but aha! I like aha. That's a good one. I like. Which weird is I'm actually writing these out in the air, and then I'm like, <laughs> no, that's not right. And I erase it with my hand. <laughs> this one's tricky. The smallest whole number. One. But one. <laughs> what? O N E, or you want me to spell the number? No, it's one. Is fine. <laughs> Can you repeat the rules? Yes, I'm going to give you a concept, and you have to give me a word. It has mostly vowels in it. <laughs> That's the rules. One. Paul, get that, too. See, the audience is quick. See how that delay is is killing my listeners. How about you. this one? Uh, this one's going to be really tricky. A common proper name. Is that it? That's it. I have a second one, common but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make it a little tricky for you. A common... A-M-Y. A-M-Y. Well, I don't see. I don't trust sometimes why, so fuck it. So, But Amy is a good one, but not the one I'm looking for. Ian. I-A-N. Another good one, but certainly not the one I'm looking for. Jones is not mostly vowels. <laughs> it's got... It's. I'll tell you what, It's a three-letter word. 40% vowels. It's a, th- um, <laughs> a three-letter word. Three letters? Slang for a cup of coffee. T. <laughs> Joe. Joe. That's right. <laughs> Joe. Now they all get it. Yes. A common proper name or slang for a term for coffee. Yeah. Now everybody's Joe, 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 Joe. So that's a good, but I like Ian and Amy. That was good. But see, it's not a common proper name. It's not as common. Yeah. yeah. So it's tricky. And I thought Amy was clever too, but I thought aha was very good on you guys. But you know what I'm going to do? Let's take our third and final break. I'll tabulate the scores because I may have to look into this. There may be some judge's opinion. And when we come back, we're going to ask Tony the three questions I ask of all my entertainers. Tell us about your first time, your best time, 
and your worst time. You are listening to Radio Irregardless. We'll be right back. Love food and wine? Get to know Salem Mass in a fun and delicious way. Join me on a Salem food tour. Our five-star rated walking tour gives guests the perfect opportunity to enjoy an afternoon with friends or coworkers. Great for locals and visitors, our tours book in advance and can be crafted for your special event. For more information on our tours and to make reservations, please visit us at SalemFoodTours.com. To leave a question or comment, call the Radio Irregardless hotline at 978-219-9294. And you're back at Radio Irregardless. And still with me via Skype is Tony Capobianco. And again, you can, good, everybody. you can you can free stalk him. He's on Twitter at Tony, T-O-N-Y underscore Capobianco, C-A-P-O-B-I-A-N-C-O. And then you'll find out what he's up to. Now, here's what I did. I thought about it, and I went, you know, technically, Tony got them all right. He got every single one of them. That's right. He got every single one of them. But the audience did have some creativity. So as a result, I'm going to grant the audience... Paul and Karen came up with Aha for the idea one, which I thought was really good. Is that name of a band? That no. is the name of a band. What idea? That wasn't a question though. No. <laughs> aha. Aha. Yes. But I'm gonna give them I'm gonna give the audience one point. But see, unfortunately, even if I give them one point, they still lost by four. <laughs> which means, Tony, you win. That's right. You win. Tell you what, Mark, I really like that game. Yeah. So during the break, I actually have a word for you if you're down for it. I'm ready. Test me. Test right. the host. This is also a word that is made up of a lot of vowels. Yeah. And here it is. This predatory snake is known for constricting its prey. A boa. That's one, but yeah, that's true. But it was there's also there's an asp. It was also a uh, a movie, a series of movies made about it. Oh, Anaconda. There you go. Anaconda Davida. <laughs> <laughs> it was also a line used extensively in Baby Got Back and another one by what's her name, who I can't stand that chick. Oh, uh, Nicki Minaj. Oh, stop it. I don't care about your ass. I don't care. I do not care about your ass. And if that's... Yeah, I like what it, I see, but, you know... No, I just... I don't care. Put I, on mute. <laughs> no. I just, don't say that you have talent by shaking your ass. That, you know... Cheerleaders do it all the time, and people shit on cheerleaders. Mm-hmm. Okay, what is this? Why did it have to be snakes? I hate snakes. <laughs> I hate snakes. <laughs> all right, Indiana. There you go. So you win oh, that one. one. What is this? Mark is not an ass man, folks. No, I actually I think all parts of a woman are beautiful as long as they're in, you know, equal. No, no, some kind of percentage equal in some type of distribution. Yeah, some kind of 
balance it out. Like, think of it. Like, oh, I, I love, I love hair. I think women with long hair. I, I love long hair. I think it's nice. I was like short hair, but it depends. Like, if the girls get hair like fucking Rapunzel, I'm like, no, I don't think so. I, I think I want somebody with a Betty Boop head. Yeah, or like a fucking head that looks like a blimp. I mean, that's that you know, <laughs> or a chick with feet that look like she's wearing you know skis. That ain't. It's just weird. We, like I'm not into clown people. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't want to offend my clown listeners, but I'm just saying. Not into Hobbit play. No. <laughs> like, Climb those bunions. Fucking gross. <laughs> let's let's wrap this because it's going in a weird direction. It's gonna turn. <laughs> we're gonna start talking about furries next, and it's gonna be just. Oh a, no. It's gonna be fucking oh, weird. No. So before we let you go, I want to find a couple of things. One, we're going to find out where you got coming up. But uh, before we get into that, please tell me and my lovely listeners about your first time, your best time, and your worst time on stage. And please do it in that order because the worst right, story is right. always. All right. So first story. time. First time it was an open mic called Grandma's Basement. Rest in peace. Oh, yeah. Grandma's Basement. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, very grandma. popular uh, open mic when I first started out. I went up there. uh I little did I know that when you sign up, you're like, you know, 40th in line. <laughs> By the time I went up there, there was like negative three people in the audience. You know, everybody was just tired of laughing. I mean, I barely had my shit together. So it's like, yeah, I'm just going to do this. It was just like, ha ha, just like sympathy laughs. It's like, I didn't know what I was doing. I was just saying things. You know, I had no punchlines. I had no setup, no writing. Mm. I just went up there and said words. <laughs> said words. Yeah, and I got a few like simply laughs or a few giggles, and then I uh, I went over my time, <laughs> and uh, oh. the guy who was running it started like you no know, waving his phone. He's like, "Get off!" I'm like, "Oh, okay, then I'm out of here." <laughs> so that was my first time. That was the first, and it was a good extent of experience that you did it again. It was, it was a learning. It was a trial by fire. Yeah, experience, which is absolutely necessary. You can't. Go up there and say, oh, I crushed my first mic. It's like, no, you didn't. All right? <laughs> Who are you trying to fool here? <laughs> so, yeah, that was my first time. Now, my best time. Now, that one's a, that's a little tough because I've had a lot of, like, you know, like hard to pick from, like, really great best times. But one, one more recently was uh, I did a show for the Army National Guard. And that was definitely one of the best ones. Definitely my, one of my top five for sure. And those guys, they, I mean, for one, it was natural. I was more than happy to do it, you know? I mean, they got, I mean, these guys are, you know, just putting their lives on the line for us and our country. So I'm like, of course I'm going to do something for these guys. I'd love to. So, and they made, like, they came off, like, you know, like some like, crazy training regimen. I mean, they go to work on Black Hawk helicopters, right? Okay. So I got to live up to that. And but no, they came in. They were more than ready to laugh. They were a great crowd, and they wanted me to come back again next year. So I'm like, of course I'm gonna come back. So yeah, I'd be definitely hands down one of the best times I've ever done. Nice. Was this at uh, one of the um, one of the barracks? One of the like uh, one of the was was the National Guard halls? It was um, at the at uh, the base over near uh, Buzzards Bay down the Cape. Nice. Yeah, definitely, definitely a great time. I'm more like I'm thrilled I was able to do that. Um, all right, and then the still worst one. The worst one. Worst one. Um, well, other than like having shows where it's just like crickets, I'd say the worst one was actually I was on. Um, it was like my first time at this other mic. Like you know, they were testing it out. It wasn't a comedy mic. It was just like you know, like 
whatever, Mike, like people could come and do comedy, go music, have like, you know, poetry or whatever. Yeah. Just be, it's like open to the public. They can do whatever they want. Yep. So I decided to go up there and it's like, you know what? I'll try a little bit of crowd work. And with crowd work with me, it's either hit or miss. Okay. You know, when I'm good, I'm good. When I'm bad, I suck. <laughs> it's like it's like playing pool, you know, like you're on a winning streak or you just hit a scratch. So um so it started off pretty good. Like there's this one guy, he kinda looks like a mix between Santa Claus and the Dosekis guy. So, so like that's that started off great, and then there was this other girl. Uh, she was she was she was pretty looking. She had nice big boobs, and I figured I said nothing but positive things. Like you know things I said, like like benefits of having boobs. Like yeah. if I had you know like, her boobs, this is what I would have done with them. Like and nice boobs. For I whatever reason, wrong. she thought I, I nice. was talking about her. Yeah. <laughs> And then I got off and then like, you know, her boyfriend comes over. It's like, hey, heard some of those things you said. She wants you to apologize. I'm like, I didn't say anything wrong. I didn't say anything mean. I was talking about myself, not her. Mm. But the guy's like, you know what? I totally get it. But you got to do it, which in translation means just get her off my back so I don't have to deal with this later. So, see, I wouldn't. Have, I, see, but you're a young guy. Why would you pull? Why would you help that guy out? See, that's not going to get you laid. That's going to get him laid. I know, but if I, yeah, but you know, I feel like I be a wingman. You're a good wingman. Not get laid because of because of her bullshit. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm not gonna. She's not. She's. I'm not gonna let her have all the cards here. I'm like, <laughs> us men have to stick together. <laughs> it's like it's like you know what? I'm gonna hook you up at my own expense. Uh, That's what I'm gonna do. So I gave so I gave my whole little bullshit apology. You know, it's like oh, I didn't mean it. It was just jokes. It was nothing serious. Hope you didn't take it the wrong way. Blah blah blah. And you know, and that was the end of that. And by the way, so that's, that's what it sounds like, ladies. That's what it sounds like to us. That's exactly yeah. what it sounds like. It's like I was giving a book report. I didn't. I didn't read the book on. <laughs> Charles Dickens. To me, that's what it sounded like. I'm just saying all the key words that you want me to say. Mm. And you know what? I'm never going to see you again. So what the fuck do I care? Yeah. So, so you apologize. Just make her happy, who will make him happy. And that by that, technically, I'm happy. Okay. So, you know, you got to find a silver lining in that. So you you had the bad show, you had the girl be upset. You apologized. You made your apology. Then what happened? Then I just sat at the bar, drank my beer, and enjoyed the rest of the show. I mean, I stewed on it a little bit. I was like, "This cannot <laughs> be happening." Like, is this girl for real? And like, you know, deep down, I'm sure you can hear in my voice, I'm still a little raw about it. It's like, did that just? <laughs> I haven't let it go yet. I mean, I, I've I've let most of it go. Yeah. All right, but still, like a deep down, it's like did that just like really happened because you know, like this is also around a time where like I was just fuming over like you no know, comedians apologizing and political correctness and it's, like people taking things seriously <laughs> and blah 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 blah. So I just like you know I tried to I did you know my best uh, you know apology just let it go. Yeah. No sense of making things worse. I mean, hell, I wasn't even going to come back there anyway, let alone see this chick again. So, 
That's too. No, bad. I just try to end it on a high note as best you can. You know. That's funny. You know, there was I just I was uh, I was just came back a little while ago from Canada. There was a guy. I forget the comic's name actually, and I did know it. He got sued. I heard about this, and he lost. It's because he was talking about this kid who they were doing fundraisers, and the kid was supposed to die. He goes, he had, he had not supposed to. Kid had like six months to live. So it's been like three years. So he said something to the effect of, "Shouldn't he be dead?" <laughs> kind of thing. He got fucking sued, and he had to pay something like a hundred thousand dollars or something like that to this kid. It's it's. It's absolutely awful. I'm it's like, a yeah, fucking I mean, I Canada. Kid, he has some condition, and but he's singing for the Pope, and like you know that's awesome. But like you know, plus he's only like what thirteen, so he doesn't know how about not take things seriously. I mean, he's at that age. Yeah, but that like, doesn't no. matter. That's how I actually have managed, like you know, set my life straight. I watch so much Judge Judy. I know what not to do. <laughs> Don't co-sign on a car or apartment. <laughs> yeah. Don't you know settle down, get married, but. By the time you're 25, yep. don't have kids. <laughs> like, thank you, Judge Judy. And like, you know, in regards to this, I mean, like, you know, you have, I mean, you have to have a level, like, you know, sense of humor about yourself. I mean, it's not like you know he actually meant it. And like, this is this thing, like, you know, whenever I hear like hear stories about like this, where um, like people are outraged by like you know they said something on some topic. Oh, you're not allowed to make fun yeah. of this. Since when, you know? <laughs> It's like, what makes this, like, what makes you so special to the point where there's nothing funny about you? Here's the thing. If everybody was special, then nobody's special. <laughs> exactly. And, um, like, whenever I see, like, you know, hear about this, I always, like, equate those people to, like, some old, rich white lady at the Kentucky Derby with long white gloves. It's like, <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> no? Can't you just, how come the help is using the front door? <laughs> <laughs> Who said he could speak? Oh fuck! He thinks he's people. <laughs> he thinks what the fuck? <laughs> he's he's only three fifths a person, isn't? It? Is it three fifths? Oh, slavery! No. They considered black people three fifths of a person. I'm like, first of all, three fifths is a weird number to come up with. <laughs> I know where where do you even get that figure from? Yeah, that means you're sixty percent a person. But why don't you just say sixty percent? Why would you say three fifths? Uh, that probably made all like you know, all the dumb and educated people. It's like oh, talking with those fancy talk with the percentages. That's yeah, oh, way too well, many. You know what it is? It was, it was probably fifths because they were drinking. <laughs> Maybe five fifths, <laughs> three fifths. I know that you mentioned a couple of shows, uh, but tell people where you're going to be over the next few weeks to a month or something like that. Any big sure. shows? So uh, coming up this Sunday on the 14th, I'm going to be at the Comedy Connection, Rhode Island. Uh, that following Monday, I'm actually going to be on uh, WEMF with Tommy O'Deed. So he's starting up uh, another show. Um, on uh, Tuesday, the 16th, Sue Costello invited me to come to her uh, her comedy workshop at Boston Casting. So that's going to be a real good time. Um, See, so yeah, then on uh, the 31st of August, I'm going to be at the 3065 Live. Yeah, uh, we're having a special ro a birthday roast for a girl. She's not a comedian. She actually wanted myself and a few other comics to roast her for her birthday. That's so great idea. Yeah, she <laughs> she if she that's what she wants and that's what she'll get. That's it. And uh, uh, just so like you know, kind of a little more looser in the fall uh, on September 11th, I'm gonna be at the 
uh, comedy at the Refuge Cafe. And for October, I'm going to be at the Comedy Studio on the 19th. So obviously, there's still some openings, so I'm going to definitely be filling those up as time goes on. But that's where I'm at for right now. Cool. And again, they can follow you on Twitter. And again, that Absolutely. is at Tony underscore Capobianco. Keeps, if you're saying it more often, it gets easier to say. C-A-P-O. Yeah, it's, it's definitely helped with all the other guys running the mics. <laughs> when they say my name enough, like, oh, God, they don't Just have a miniature heart attack whenever they see it. <laughs> just keep saying it so but tony man hey it's been great having you as part of the show i uh i hope maybe we can work together in the future man i I, I love that that'd be awesome love your stuff and uh maybe i'll come down the south shore and i'll i'll invade i'll the north shore i'll we'll come down the furnace and you know you are coming down here south shore (laughs) oh you northern you stay on your own with the on yeah you don't bother you don't bother us no by all means coming down I will. So, Tony, man, thanks so much for being part of the show. Absolutely uh, really fun show, man. Awesome. Thank you for having me. All right, man. Take care. All right. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That was Tony Capobianco, everybody. There you go. See? (laughs) And the audience does love him. There you go. So... All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to wrap this show. A couple things want to go over. First of all, I'm going to tell you where I'm going to be this upcoming week, and we do not have a show next week. So this Saturday night, I'll be down in Connecticut doing a fundraiser at the Elks Lodge in Naugatuck, Connecticut. Never been, gonna go, gonna have fun. It's way down in Connecticut. Next Wednesday... I will be at the Country Tavern in Nashua, New Hampshire. And then Thursday, the next day, August 18th, I'll be at the Salt Hill Pub in Newport, New Hampshire. And then the next day after that, Friday, I'll be at Chunky's back in New Hampshire in Nashua. And then that following Saturday, I'll be doing a fundraiser in Rochester, New Hampshire. Oh, Rochester, that's where I'll be. So I might be trying to do the remote for next week, but I don't know. We'll see. Because the birthday's coming up, and I really want to prep the birthday. So, uh, guys, if you want to be a sponsor or a guest, leave a question or comment. Email the show, radioirregardless at gmail.com. Call the hotline, 978-219-9294. August 24th, we'll be back for the Radio Irregardless third birthday. And Brian Muser! Radio Irregardless with Mark Scalia. Your non-standard blend of irrespective listening and regardless enjoying. Radio Irregardless was written, directed, and produced by Mark Scalia and broadcast live via Mixler.com. I'd like to thank my on-air guests as well as all the online listeners for their comments. The Radio Irregardless theme, If Only I Had a Pen, was written and composed by Derek Dupuis. All music and audio clips used, property of their respective copyright owners. All material and content, property of MS Enterprises and copyrighted 2016. All rights reserved. Listen to previously aired episodes of Radio Irregardless by downloading from iTunes. Thank you for listening. Hello, hello.